pulling up BNC's ads right now, and we'll get this bad boy rocking and rolling. I love it when I try and type BNC Fieldhouse, and I actually type BBC Fieldhouse. <laughs> All right, welcome in on another episode of the Outside the Lines podcast. Today, we have a very special episode for you. Well, not really. Honestly, we're just going to go through a lot of off-season news. A lot, I feel like a lot has happened in the past two weeks since we last recorded, so we're just going to get into all of that. But as always, we are presented to you by BNC Fieldhouse. Head on over to BNC Fieldhouse to support our boy, Ben, and for the best drink deals on Welch Avenue and the best place to watch the big game. Uh, I think baseball is on right now. New, is baseball on right now, right? Baseball is on right now. We have the home run. Well, the home run derby is happening tonight, which people probably won't be listening to this till after it happens, which then Pete Alonso will be a three-time champion, I think. Um, but the all-star game is Tuesday. Okay. And there you go. From a guy, baseball again. Mm-hmm, from a guy who doesn't watch baseball. Um, and then from a guy who watches baseball. Okay. Sure. There are the big games or the home run derby. So head on over there for that. And of course they have, $5 vodka pitchers, $5 rum pitchers, $5 tequila pitchers. I'm just going to cue you guys in on a little bit of a secret. Ever since I left Ames, Iowa, there have not been near as good of drink deals. So you're going to want to take advantage of this right now. Or even if, it, if you're in Ames, Iowa, and you're not even a student. And you're just there just booling, you know, go over there to BNC Fieldhouse, get yourself a $5 pitcher because that is a lot of alcohol for a little amount of money. Support our boy, Ben. And of course, if you like this podcast, they've been doing a lot for us. So we will get right into it. Iowa State preseason number six with one first place vote. Shout out to that person that cast that first place vote for us. Um, and you know what? This doesn't surprise me a ton. I don't think a lot of people, um, you know, are really believers in Iowa State this year. They got us in the bottom half of the ranks. Um, I, you know, I, I try to remove my bias from the show, which I do a terrible job of, but I, I would probably put us closer to maybe that. Um, number three or four category. I do think we have an opportunity to be at three. I think we really could shock a lot of people this year. But as far as, you know, how the media will cover this thing, I would say, eh, you can't complain too much about that. Someone could have had us lower. So whatever. What are your thoughts? I love whoever gave us the first place vote. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. My biggest complaint is that we should be ahead of Texas. This is bullshit. If you kick a team's butt three years in a row, you should just be ahead of them automatically heading into the next year. I don't, I don't care who we lost or, or anything like that. Texas should not be ahead of us. They just like, because their name is Texas, they're in the fourth spot, which isn't even good for Texas. But yeah, I, I agree with your kind of take on it. I think we're going to be sneaky surprising um, this year in, in the league. I, I think, you know, yeah, we lost some key pieces, um, but I think I think Matt Campbell and company really like playing with the chip on their shoulder, really like to play when they're a little underestimated. We've seen some really good Iowa State teams come, you know, come from that mold. And, you know, last year was a little bit of a different mold. They had high expectations, didn't live up to them, you know. So we're back to lower expectations, and we'll see if they can exceed them. But I, I am fine with six. I, I really, you know, it's a preseason poll. You know, this is we're talking about this because it's July. Um, you know, otherwise this is extremely relevant, you know, to, to talk about, it doesn't matter for the end of the year at all. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, my, my biggest annoyance or gripe with it is just, uh, we should be ahead of Texas. I I agree with you. I I think we're, we're, I think we're probably fourth. I would literally just have us leapfrog Texas and and K-State and I may put K-State ahead of Texas because I think just Texas is overrated every year and they're going to go like six and six again. Like that's just, I mean, what, they're, I agree. what they're going to do so 
I will say um, those would literally be the two that I would leapfrog us in front of. I think I said three. I didn't mean to say three. I think um, one through three is is fair. But, uh, you know, Quinn Ewers, there's so much hype around him. He was the highest rated recruit, um, I think, maybe in like 247 sports history. I don't know. He, He was at the very, very top of some recruiting list. And the only person who just surpassed him recently is Arch Manning, who also committed to Texas. Um, now, I will say this, as much as I hate to admit it, I think Sark is going to have a bounce back year. I just think he's too good of a coach for that to, you know, not take place. But at the same time, you know, you're right. If you beat Texas three years in a row, and dude, they were so bad last year. They're going to upgrade at quarterback. They're going to be a little bit more, you know, I guess polished, you know, from a, from a coaching perspective, I would have to assume. But at the end of the day, Dude, they've been getting spanked. Was, was it last year they lost to Kansas? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't put them in the top half. Like, I think if you put them at six, right where we are, boom, let's just flip-flop. Flip-flop Iowa State in Texas. No one will say anything. Boom, you're good to go. Um, however, I do want to give a little nod to Xavier Hutchinson, Will McDonald, Jared Russ, and Trevor Downing for being selected to the all preseason big 12 team, which again, you know, preseason polls don't mean shit unless we have Iowa state players on there. So congrats to them. Right. Yes. Yes. Big time. Congrats to them. And, uh, you know, Xavier Hutchinson is also on the, the Maxwell award, uh, preseason watch list, which it's a pretty good list to be on. So, Oh yeah. I mean, he, he's just a dude, but, but there are a lot of interesting, um, candidates. JT Daniels is new to the big 12 this year. Um, oh gosh, Dil- Dylan Junker, right. The UCF um, transfer uh, now an Oklahoma quarterback. I think he could be interesting. I mean, you know, people are ready to rule out Oklahoma, but at the end of the day, and I know there's so much noise with Oklahoma and Texas for that matter, but Oklahoma, they're Oklahoma. Like they deserve to always be at the top until they prove otherwise. And I know that they weren't in the championship last year, but we're not going to discount the fact that they've just been, you know, clobbering the big 12 for the past dozen years. So, um, you know, they should be interesting. Um, but then you got B. John Robinson, Spencer Sanders, and Deuce Vaughn as really interesting candidates. Um, Dylan Gabriel, did I say that the right way, by the way? It is Dylan Gabriel, right? I said that. Yeah. I'm going to listen back to this. I bet I screwed up his name. I think it's good. I think you're okay. good. You yeah, screw up a lot of names and, and words in general. So the worst it's, is listening it's kinda, back to it when I don't kind of par for the course. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, but it'll be interesting. Interesting um a lot of yeah whatever but i do want to just say you know matt campbell almost made me run through another brick wall he also he kind of has those quotes that are a little mike tomlin-esque that you're like i know this means something deeper than how i can understand it and that's probably why i'm one big fat dummy and don't ever have the ability to play for iowa state football kind of like when um you know, when he said that quote, hey, I, I'm not here to be number one in the Big 12. I'm here to become the greatest version of ourselves." And like uh, Brady Quinn just ripped on him in CBS and everyone on Cyclone Nation backed him up. They're like, well, that's because you don't get it. You know, you, you're not you're part of our five-star culture. And I was over here like the big dumb idiot kind of thinking to myself, well, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I get it. I don't really know if I would have said that. But this is one of those I love. Greatness is never overcoming others. The ability to find greatness is the ability to overcome yourself. So, New, let me ask you this one question. How have you overcame yourself lately? How have you achieved greatness? Oh, man. How have I achieved greatness? Oof. 
I haven't done shit lately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. And that's that's why I, I, I hope I hope to. I did a lot of help with a move recently. And I feel like that's overcoming greatness because no one actually wants to help with a move. Like it's one of the things that no one looks forward to in life. Like you've never heard someone be like, yeah, I really enjoyed moving the other day, you know? Um, so I'm going to say that's overcoming something for, to be great. It's just helping someone have a successful move. Yeah. And you so overcame yourself because you knew it was going to be shitty, but you're like, you know what, whatever, I'm going to do this for them. Not for me. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not Matt Campbell. I don't have cool examples and I, I don't feel like I'm achieving greatness. I work a nine to five, all this kind of shit. It's pretty boring. So um, <laughs> greatness is not something that I wake up and feel like I'm, I'm uh, achieving on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't, we don't wake up and achieve greatness. We roll out of bed and drag our ass to work and hope that we don't get fired. That's, that's how we overcome greatness in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. So, well, before we close the book on um, football, Norris Davis jr. Three-star safety commit to Iowa state, big pickup there. Um, and I want to ask you this question. I had no idea that this was the case, but did you know Joe Burrow was crystal balled to Iowa state as 66% over Ohio state as 33%. I actually, I had no idea we were actually that close. I did not know that either, but we would not allow Joe Burrow to become who Joe Burrow is. I mean, would we have him? Well, Matt Campbell probably wouldn't have, but I don't know. (laughs) You think Paul Rhodes could have developed any quarterback? Oh, was it Paul Rhodes at that time? Probably when he was recruiting him, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, well, you know what? Things worked out well for him, so. Yeah, yeah, let's not. Let's let Joe Burrow just keep keep kind of balling out in the NFL, and let's not try and rewrite that one because I, I, I don't think he, he would like that story either. Imagine if we had a starting five of Isaiah Brockington, AJ Green, <laughs> Tyree Hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These what-ifs that we play um, only get me sad. Um, we'll move on to self-criticism though. Okay. So I love how in our last episode, which was two weeks ago, I said the pack, the back, you know, I hate it when that happens, but I said the pack 12 will be disintegrated by the end of the week. And here we stand still with no real update. I love how confident I get when I talk. It's just, uh, you know, things don't always work out exactly how I think they will. And especially when we're like, you know, two weeks down the road and I was so confident it was just going to be days from then and nothing actually has happened whatsoever. I love that. I love that. Yeah. This one really seems like how I think anytime I've been feeling really good about Iowa State heading into a game that, you know, it's probably like 50, 50 or might be slightly favored in, but for some odd reason, I'm feeling like really good about it. And then I tell you, about it i'm like i feel really good about this game i feel like we lose it like 90 percent of the time but yeah. it's like crazy because i'm like I, and then i will like i will verbally say that i'm like i feel so strongly about iowa state heading into this that it's making me question that because now we're gonna lose because every time i feel this way about them they lose and this is how i'm like starting to feel about expansion a little bit just because it's like nothing's happened yet and if like the big 12 really wanted to step on the necks of the other two conferences or at least just solidify itself as like staying in the the power conference tier um it would have been nice if something happened yet yeah but but there's actually a little recent report out here oh maybe with it that notre dame 
Notre Dame. You know, you know that the Fighting Irish. Yeah, the the gold helmets. Yeah, gold helmets that they don't ever show up in big games, but a lot of people watch them and pay attention to them at football. You know, mm-hmm. them. They're actually potentially interested in the Big Twelve, or the Big Twelve is also kind of talking to them because Notre Dame needs a new TV deal, and NBC would like to stay with them, and the Big Twelve could make that happen because the current ACC and which is who Notre Dame kind of works with has its GOR set very far down the road and they can't do any renegotiating right now. Tell me so what GOR means. I, I know what GOR means, obviously, but tell our listen, listeners what GOR means. The GOR, GOR is, is the grant of rights. So it's basically when the schools sign the contracts with the conferences, they grant them the rights to be able to broadcast their stuff. Okay. So I, I didn't work for Turner sports, man. And I, that's why I love having you here because you kind of, you know, allow me to learn a little bit more of the ins and outs as to the money behind the broadcasting of these games and shit, you know, you mean I'm helping the listeners learn that that's what you, you're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Liam edit that out. Edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So basically the ACC tried to like extend their GOR. Well, they did. They didn't try to they did they extend their gor very far out into the future but they're locked in with money and everything like that and the big 12 actually has one of the more um closely expiring like it's it's expiring the soonest along with the big 10 right now but the big 10 is almost like done with their deal essentially plus the big 10 also has a big 10 network which runs through fox um so it's kind of hard for Notre Dame to kind of cooperate with that if they do want to stay with nbc so that's why the Big 12 has emerged as a big, well, recently. This is really broke today. Um, but that's why the Big 12 has potentially moved as a strong suitor for Notre Dame um, to basically help them keep that NBC deal and work through that way. It I also mean, could be a huge influence if the other Pac-12 schools. I mean, it, it, like, it's not, we're obviously, the Big 12 is obviously, we, we talked about this, it, even with adding those four schools. Into the mic, Six with the Big 12 even adding those four schools or those six schools from the Pac-12, we still know we're like the third best conference, but it makes us much more solidified than the other two that Notre Dame would, you know. So, I don't know. Very interesting development. Um, and actually, you know, we'll see if anything happens. I'm not going to get optimistic at all because I'm tired of being optimistic and having any sort of hope and expectations. Because When are you ever optimistic? When? You're never. I'm optimistic on our football team this year. I I I take the over on the Vegas line. I take the over. What is the Vegas line? Probably seven or seven and a half. Uh, I actually don't hate that. Yeah, look it up. Um, because I think what a lot of people are not necessarily cognizant of is Hunter Deckers is literally one of our biggest recruits that we've ever had. Um, I know Brock Purdy was a huge recruit for us too, but. You know, I don't think a lot of people. Six and a half. Six and a half. Oh gosh, I have a rule. I have a rule where I don't bet on Iowa State, but I I might have to do that because that is Nebraska's is seven and a half. Okay, Scott Frost hasn't even won. Like, I'd have to look at their schedule, but. Well, yeah, they get to play in the Big Ten West, so that's actually a bunch of cupcakes. But I heard we don't need we don't need to get into that, do we? Yeah, I don't think we do. I, don't, I was just about to make an Iowa comment, but then, yeah, I, I should stop myself. I should stop myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, another self-criticism. Um, 
we had our first Apple podcast review, right? New, do you want to read it? By the way, shout out whoever this is. Um, New will read off their name. Shout out whoever this is for reading it. Um, you know, we, we really appreciate your insight, your advice, you know, just leave us a review. It, it means a lot to us. It shows that you're thinking of us. And so um, this is a great first review to have. And New, take it away. So this comes from Mizzou 62. So we yeah. know that they might be a Missouri fan, but they're listening to our podcast for some reason. Thank you. Whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Um, three Subject stars. Line. Subject line. Subject line. Interviews. Awesome. July 9th, 2022. Mm-hmm. Three stars. <laughs> Stick with interviews, period. <laughs> Absolutely terrible insights and analysis of team. End review. <laughs> I mean, I've said a lot, at least every other episode. If you're coming on this podcast to try and actually like get smarter about Iowa State or Big 12 news, then, you know, I just I don't know if you're coming to the right place. But we will give it our best try. And you know what? We're never going to stop. Never. Well, I mean, you know, retirement is, is a thing. So I don't know about the word never. But we will always – just take a stab at it with our insight. And um, you know what? I, thank you, Mizzou62. You're, you're probably correct, but um, that's kind of on you. That's on Mizzou you. 62 if you're still listening, because this isn't an interview, so you might not be listening to this one. <laughs> um, if you are listening to this one, hello. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, I was going to be like, you should change your review, but I, I really appreciate the honesty or how you feel about it. So. And you know what? We will read off every single Apple podcast review until it becomes overwhelming. So I don't know if it will ever become overwhelming. So if you leave us a review, we, we will we'll read it off and we'll let you know what we think. And we will thank you. So Mizzou62, appreciate you for listening. Thank you. I wonder what interview he listened to that he's like, ah, but the interviews aren't too bad. I mean. He's, he's listened to multiple episodes if he's saying interviews. So that's good at least. Yeah, um, but he's probably and, listening for the sake of like you know the actual player we have on. He's probably like, what, who are these dumbasses talking to? Like, I, I just I just want to you know listen to Darren Wilson. Like, wh- why do these guys have to also talk? You know, that's true. That's true. But that's how an interview works or operates. That's true. So. Yeah, yeah. Zoo sixty two can't do a self interview. That you just write a book then. Yeah, about an autobiography. Mm, mm, I'm never gonna write one of those. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> I will never accomplish anything in life that will be deemed necessary to write an autobiography about myself on. Never. Well, yeah, we're not achieving greatness. We've already been over this. We have, we have. Um, last thing for self-criticism, we have not had a good dead air moment for a very long time. Dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that felt good. That felt so good. Okay, um, moving on. So, some NBA news. Uh, if you're looking for a team to cheer on this summer, make that the Minnesota Timberwolves. George Conn has actually been too, doing pretty damn well. I think he's been with the Puerto Rican League as well. Um, I saw a post, I think it might have been from his girlfriend, for all I know, that uh, he basically, did, like, you know, went, played G League, and overnight flew to Puerto Rico, played a game there, dropped a double-double, didn't get any sleep. Dude, what a beast. Just what a beast. But anyway, the Minnesota Timberwolves have Deontay Burton, George Condit, and Mario Shock on their summer team. So 
I don't know, maybe I'm the only one here, but I, I do like watching the summer league. Um, Lindell Wigginton with the Bucks has actually been going off. I think he was uh, just, um, I'm going to pull this up actually, but he was just like announced like the all summer league team, I believe. Um, but yeah, you know what I really hate to see? Lindell Wigginton and AJ Green just going off together for the Bucks. That's, that's, a, that's a weird sight to see. Yeah, um, you know, I'm still not over AJ Green. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about AJ Green. <laughs> I, 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 I just don't. I, I, I had that man penned into the starting lineup for this upcoming. Year. I was like, AJ Green will be wearing a Cyclone uniform literally since like March. I was like, this is definitely happening, and I'm still not over it. So that's my comment. It was fun to reminisce on until um, we got our hearts shattered. But Lindell Wigginton was um, selected to the All-Summer League second team, courtesy of ISUCycloneSports.com. Again, we are in association with ISUCycloneSports.com. So head on over there, join the conversation at ISUCycloneSports.com. Again, he's got all of Iowa State news up on there. You know, we like to cover the things that are, um, you know, branding sake of things outside of the lines, right? Um, but really, he, he's very good at just covering everything ISU, cyclonesports.com. Head on over there and join the conversation. Um, FYI, the Bucks did re-sign Lindell Wigginton. So, you know, I don't know. He, he, it feels like he actually continually only gets better. So maybe he will find himself, uh, you know, playing in the big league soon here and actually getting some uh, real PT minutes. But um, either way, for now, it's just a lot of fun to watch him. Um, anything else with NBA before I move on to – some Iowa State recruiting news. Oh, let's get into recruiting. All right. Do we want to clap it up for, oh, man. Milan, Mom. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're only I, I've only seen it typed out. For the podcast. I've, I've only seen it typed out. I've never heard anyone. Okay, let's try and clap it up. I'll, I'll butcher it. But I can't clap right now. I'm holding a mic. Oh, God. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, Milan. We didn't, um, you know, give you that great of a welcome here. But welcome Alan Monchilovich. I'm sure that'll be corrected later on, but he's a huge four-star forward, um, 6'8", with a Dirk-type fadeaway, chose Iowa State over Virginia, Minnesota, Michigan State, Louisville, and UCLA, to name a few. So suck at UCLA, suck at Virginia, suck at Minnesota, and suck at Louisville, and suck at Michigan State. It feels good to land him. Um, he's kind of like a little bit shorter version of a Chet Holmgren. Uh, the only reason I say that is because he's tall, skinny, and can shoot and very good with the ball. So it's a good comp. It's a pretty good comp. <laughs> not bad, huh? No, but Ames is going to love this guy. Like, oh man, he is lethal. He can score on any end of the court. Um, and yeah, dude, he's just, he's just going to be a, a very unique player for us. I'm really curious um, what he's going to look like on defense, but at the, the very least, it seems like he's kind of that offensive uh, player that we've been really needing lately. So um yeah, huge, huge, huge pickup. And that actually puts Iowa State fifth nationally for the 2023 uh, recruiting class for college basketball. So let's clap that one. Come on, come on. All right, all right. All, right when we thought all hope was lost, I love how TJ just reels me back in. Oh, it's awesome. Hey, man, this is, this is why everyone goes crazy over recruiting rankings because they can get you excited and make you think you can win a national championship. This is, this is exactly <laughs> <laughs> this is why they do this happen. shit it's exactly why they do this shit had george niang not broke his foot um and what's one of our rules Newt? don't tweet at recruits right don't tweet at recruits 
Okay, so I um, I might have broken broken that rule. So on his commitment post on Instagram, Omaha Bailu, who's a five star recruit, literally one of the greatest recruits um, in the country right now, um, commented on Mylon's commitment with two fire emojis, which means you know he's a lock for Iowa State. And I broke the rule and I put the classic eyeball emoji on it you know just just a little comment eyeball emoji um didn't say anything technically just said hey i see that you commented that so you know two fire emojis usually means he's the lock i you know that's true that's true i <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm still over getting excited for basketball recruits i can't do it anymore like do, do you remember check diallo like that was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we got him in the bag. Dude, he felt like he was in the bag. <laughs> yes. Damn. Dude, his visit was when we beat Kansas for like college game day too. And I was like, if we don't get this man committed after this week, then I, we literally just had the perfect weekend for him to visit. And then Fred was like, oh, I'm actually probably not going to stay at Iowa State for another <laughs> year. And you're like, nice. Okay. Well, that's great. But uh, yeah. So <clears throat> I, I remember going to a game. This was back in like late 2000s. And Corey Lucius was visiting. Obviously, he ended up, you know, coming to Iowa State. But he was literally bouncing up and down, like, giving all the student section high fives. Like, he was loving his time there. And it was a game that we lost. It was just, like, a close game against, I think, um, I think it was also Kansas for all I know. But, um, yeah, usually, like, when you see, um, you know, a recruit just having a good-ass time, like, if you get them in Hilton Coliseum to watch a game, it usually feels good just because it is that, again – I talk a lot about bias. I don't think there's a bias here. Hilton Coliseum is actually one of the best in the in the country. So usually, if you get him in the doors, who it, it's a good look, you know. Dude, Hilton, yeah, Hilton is a great recruiting tool. It is an amazing atmosphere. You know, the fans bring it. It's it's so much fun, and I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to describe because people. I feel like it. I would say fans are very vocal about how good the the atmospheres are at the games. And I think just with how I would say it flies on the radar a little bit nationally, sometimes people are like, yeah, yeah, sure, Iowa State. But then you get the people who are actually like, you know, like the Fran Fashillas and people who have like been and experienced it. And they're like, no, the shit is legit, you know, which I think yeah. justifies it. But no, yeah, Hilton, Hilton's a fantastic, fantastic. I mean, we use it for football too, you know, like it, it goes hand in hand, you know, we use we use each of them for, for each other, football and basketball to, to, you know, try and persuade kids to come. Yeah. Here. So, yeah. um, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, I am sorry for um, tweeting at, or I, I should say commenting at a recruit, but Hey, you know, Omaha by Lou watch, um, feel free to come here. Uh, it's so weird. Just like talk, like, you know, talking with or about high schoolers, like, Hey, you know, come join our favorite school. Ha <laughs> ha. But um, now moving on to the world of sports, Brees Hall now has the league's greatest quarterback in Zach Wilson, right? Zach Wilson's been in the news. Yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he did have a great, like, comeback to social media moment with, um, you know, Ben Gone didn't have any cell uh, reception. What's new? <laughs> <laughs> he played oh, it wash. Well. It was good. Mm-hmm. I, I did want to been around the block with the media once or twice. You can tell. Mm-hmm. I, I think Brees was cool with it. I um, completely hijacked 
a fake text message conversation between him and Brees. Obviously, this isn't real. And I was like, yeah, you know, oh, that, that wasn't real. I, I, I thought you I thought Brees shared his text with you all the time. I mean, he does. He We're texting right now, actually. That's true. He is going to be on the pod someday. So he says, until you get that um, that three star review pulled, I'm not coming on the pod. So <laughs> please go on Apple podcast and leave us a review. Um, but I, yeah, no. Hilarious news. Um, I really don't even know what to say about it because at the end of the day, I, I don't think the news is true. I think, you know, we have heard through a variety of sources that's not true, but I kind of want it to be true just because of the sake that it was the biggest internet backfire ever. Um, so for those unaware, I, everyone's aware, but I'll just recap it. So um, Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend started dating one of his best buddies from BYU. Um, and I guess that's, you know, maybe not the best look. So to try and defend herself on the internet, she's like, oh yeah, well, guess what? Zach Wilson slept with his mom's best friend and the internet being the internet, instead of like being like, oh man, Zach Wilson, that's kind of weird, dude. Like maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Like, yeah, it's maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe just don't, you know, um, the internet being the internet was like, that is awesome. This guy's got a dog in him. And that's just like the biggest internet backfire I have ever seen. So um, shout out to the entire New York Jets organization for handling that as well as they did, because everyone was supportive of him in a time where it could have been like, ah, oh, maybe we should just stay away from this. They're like, no, we're embracing this. That's hilarious. And you're, you're an idiot for thinking that was going to go well for you. So um, yeah, all time bad read there by his ex-girlfriend. Also just another one of those, this is peak super off season nothing to talk about uh moments in sports i mean we're talking about it yeah this is so you think we would ever talk about this um <laughs> like week three of the college football season you think we're gonna talk about that if that story comes out i mean it, it is pretty funny i mean just the ultimate backfire man oh man like i don't think i've seen anything backfire as bad as the time when that the los angeles rams photographer um, you know, fell off the stage and like broke her neck or back or something. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, Matt Stafford, like, why didn't you help that woman? Like, wh what are you doing not helping that woman? <laughs> and then that, that woman apparently had a lot of really bad and like just not great social media posts. And everyone from there is like, cancel Matt Stafford for paying her medical bills. <laughs> oh gosh, the internet is a wild place, man. Oh, and we exist on there. We try. We just post cute highlights or make fun of Texas. And that's kind of, that's our space. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and occasionally talk about how you should bring back Fisha. But last thing about the <laughs> internet, um, this might've been one of the more, <laughs> dude, this, I, I, I know you've seen this. So Silites, he's a popular Iowa State podcast. Um, pretty active as far as recruiting. I'll admit, I, I go on his page to, you know, get updates as far as um, recruiting. I don't necessarily think we post the same content, but I, I, I appreciate, you know, what he does for Iowa State. And, and again, I, I go on there to kind of get updated on some recruiting news. But um, as, as a lot of you are aware, there is like being a, a bridge built from like the RV parking lot, which is new, um, that connects to the entrance of Jack Trice Stadium. And the Iowa State football or maybe athletics account tweeted, you know, hey, the bridge is coming along pretty well. Um, it's a beautiful bridge. It's a beautiful bridge, right? Um, but he quote tweeted it, all caps, come play for Iowa State. 
I don't think I have ever seen someone get dunked on as bad as this. When, um, you know, someone said, bro, it's just a bridge. Um, bro Bible even caught wind of it and did this entire Twitter thread on just everyone that was just dunking on him. And then when he kind of uh, caught wind that, that a lot of people were, you know, maybe, maybe tweeting about him, I don't know if he was kidding or not. For, for what it's worth, maybe he was kidding. I don't know. To me, it just seemed like he was. But he said, was it Definitely not obvious not. that I was joking? And I, <laughs> I was just like, um, I'll tell you, it definitely wasn't obvious you were joking. So if you were joking, to answer your question, no, definitely was not obvious. But um, gosh, that, that was just an all-time, like, I, I need to do something here. I need to play it off some way. And, like, the quickest thing that a lot of people do is, dude, I was joking, you know? I don't know. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, there's just nothing more I can say on it. It was one of the funniest uh, things I've seen on Iowa State Twitter in months. So, oh gosh, thank you, thank you, Silas, for that. That was that was a great moment that I definitely need this summer. I appreciate that. That's definitely one of those of Iowa State fans drinking the Iowa State Kool Aid, okay. <laughs> and then and then getting called out for it for like kind of taking it obviously a little bit too extreme. So uh, and it is a good looking bridge and it's going to be a lot more convenient for people to walk across the street. Cause if you've ever walked across, um, what is that? That's university app, right? If you ever walked across that to Jack Trice, it's a complete mess. So, um, yeah, I don't really think recruits will be using that bridge much. So, um, but Hey, yeah, he's right. Come play for Iowa state. So, Hey, Silex, I got, I got your back on that, man. I got your back. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> This was a fun one today. <laughs> it was. It was a. It was a. Um, it's kind of a Frankenstein of an episode. I feel like. It, it was a, a bounce of everywhere. Parts stitched together. Yeah, we'll, we'll call this one of those bouncy ball episodes. If you ever have a really good bouncy ball and you just chuck it up against a bunch of walls, it just bounces like crazy. You don't know where it's going to land. Um, that's what this episode felt like. It was a lot going on, and just went everywhere all at once. But hey. We're here. We're here. And I think we, we had a good time. And if people are still listening to it right now, then they give must have had a good time. Review. Or they could give us a three-star review. We shouldn't make that a thing. People no. will actually give us three-star reviews. No, what, give, give us a five-star review. I, I will can, say, if our podcast drops below three stars, then maybe we are doing something wrong. You know, so Give us a five-star review, please. Then maybe we should just be doing business. interviews again. Yes. <laughs> Stick with the interviews. Appreciate yes. that insight. Um, New, any last thoughts before we close up? Roll clones, baby. All right. Um, you're going to say roll clones one more time because you made it this far. You're going to go to BNC Fieldhouse. Check out the best drink deals on Welch Avenue as well as best place to watch the big game. Support our boy Ben. Head on over to isucyclonsports.com. And, of course, check out Iowa Chill's website. They have a lot of um, deals going on right now, especially for the summer. I think they have a nice little summer hoodie that you can buy. Um, so head on over there. Iowa Chill. ISUCyclingsports.com, BNC Fieldhouse. Thank you guys for tuning in. Without further ado, roll clones. Roll clones, baby.